step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. We are the team that they like to call, we like to call, or y'all can call it too, Intelligent Ignorance. <clears throat> and coming up on today's show, we have some controversial type of topics. Would, would you say, Ardot? I, I definitely agree with you on that. Some controversial type topics, um, you know, we're going to be talking about Kevin Hart and the whole Oscars situation. And we're also going to be talking about black fishing. Now, a lot of people didn't know what black fishing was. Now, I was I was one of the people that did not know what black fishing was. However, I did. Well, let's see. I knew what black fishing was, but I didn't know black fishing was the name for it. And uh, but we're going to get, explain all that to you. Hit us up two one five three eight three three nine nine two. This is intelligent ignorant. Without further ado, let me officially introduce my man. Pots and pans, 50 grand. Ardot Hunter's in the building. What's going on, Ardot? How you been, man? Man, Jay Chris, man. I'm happy to be here again. Yo, it's been an absolutely amazing week. It has been an amazing morning. I knocked out some Christmas shopping today. I am uh, in the holiday spirit. So I hope today's show gets some people in the mood to go spend some money. Uh, I know we're not talking about anything that gets people spending money, but I just want y'all to know holidays is 14 days away. If you want to buy me or Jay Chris anything, we will give you the P.O. box to the studio, and we will make sure that we uh, respond for any gifts that we get. So hit us up on intelligent.ignorance at Instagram. Send us uh, your request, and we will make sure that we send you the information so you can get us some presents this year. We appreciate it. Absolutely. 215-383-3992. Hit us up for today's topics. We're talking about black fishing and we're talking about Kevin Hart and the whole Oscars controversy. And I think, um, you know, we already got people calling in. The phone lines are, are blazing and lighting up. So get in where you fit in right now. Hit us up. If you want to talk to us, you want to talk, discuss the topics that we're discussing, you hit the number one button. We'll get you right on in. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let's start the discussion, Ardot. It's um, which one do you want to start with? Because they're both kind of like equally bound. I'm, which one do you want to start with? Man, I'm gonna let you. Well, me. first, yo, before before we hop right into it, I just want to say because we didn't even. It was right after we got off last week, but that Meek Mill album, man. Ooh, have you? Man, man, I, I got man, that. It's, I got, it's got that. something for everybody. Hey, but we, you know what? We're going to get back to that topic because we're going to save some time at the end of the day to talk about that one. But, yeah, Kevin Hart, man, I, I definitely got to talk about the Kevin Hart situation first because that's near and dear to my heart. I feel like Kevin Hart, outside of Will Smith, Kevin Hart is Philadelphia's favorite son. Uh, I, it just hurts me to see this type of controversy, uh, especially over something that took so long. Like, I mean... I don't know about you, but do you remember the last Oscars where you were actually interested in seeing the host? Well, it's actually interested in seeing the host. Um, yeah. 
yes, I do. Which one? I do was remember it? the one, that, Chris Rock. And what? Chris do you Rock remember was what year that was? No, no, I do not. I want to say but it was I like know, three, four years ago. I want to say that was either 2014 or 2015. I remember it. Okay. And I, I don't. I don't think that I was super excited just to see Chris Rock at that point, but Kevin Hart, especially because it's local, you know, Kevin's from Philly. To see somebody right. here, for, I mean, because right now it's big wins. I mean, 2018 is big wins for Philly. Meek got out. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. They're not doing too good this year, but they got the chip in 2018, so I'm giving them that. Meek got out. Meek comes out, he drops this amazing album. Kevin Hart gets introduced as the host of the Oscars. And then we get this controversy. And it's a controversy. Now we'll get into the controversy. Well before before you before you before you before you go in, let's let's explain to people what the controversy is because some people may not even know. Some oh. people may not know what the controversy actually is. So so what the controversy is, Kevin Hart was, was billed to uh host the Oscars this year. Uh, the upcoming Academy Awards. And um, basically what happened was somebody brought up some tweets that he sent out or some things that he said about eight, nine years ago that were, uh, what do you call them, homophobic or anti-gay or something. There was a tweet, one tweet that he put out said something like this. And I I, kind of remember the tweet, actually. Um, He said, "If if I come home and I find my son playing with dogs, with dolls, I'll take the dollhouse, smash it over his head, and tell him that's gay. And he's coming under fire for this. And, well, you know, he he had already addressed this previously, but now all of a sudden the Oscars want him to address it again and apologize again for it. Um, is it necessary to apologize twice for the same incident? I, I believe in this country there's something called, uh, you know, double jeopardy that you don't have to you can't get tried for the same thing twice if you're already found not guilty. So, uh, you know, that's the Kevin Hart Oscars controversy. He was supposed to host the show. Um, they want him to, wanted him to apologize. He didn't want to apologize. He then stepped down. He did, And he also he stepped down because he didn't want to take away from the, from the actors and, and, and people that were being honored at the award show. He didn't want to take away from them with what was going on with his tweets and, and this whole situation. So <clears throat> honorably him stepping down, it, it was, was a, a thing that, you know, he was, it was almost like doing the Oscars a favor. But honestly, we know at least, you know, everybody's probably listening to, to this show right now knows he was doing the Oscars a favor by hosting, right? Because who really watches, I mean, y'all know people watch the Oscars. I don't. Oscars are boring. I can probably, I can definitely count on one hand when I have watched the Oscars. Okay, I can, I know, I, I know, I don't need any more than five fingers, and I probably don't need all of them. Okay, you can probably cut them in half, and and I, and that's you still wouldn't have enough fingers. But um, I watched some of the Oscars when the movie, the Ray Charles movie, came out, so I wanted to see if Jamie Foxx was going to get the Oscar for that. I believe I watched the Oscars when. Uh, Hustle and Flow came out because I wanted to see, you know, who, if anybody from that movie is going to win the Oscars. And maybe I watched the Oscars, maybe I watched the Oscars when Training Day came out. So I wanted to see if Denzel won. I know I didn't watch it when, actually, no, I didn't watch it when, when, when Training Day came out because I just heard about it later. And I know I didn't watch it when um, Holly Berry won her Oscar. That might have been the same one. Um and did you watch it? Did you watch it with the moonlight controversy? I did not. Were you watching? I was. I was actually watching no. because I wanted to see if they were going to win. Yeah, you know what? I I, I didn't even really <clears throat> when they won. I didn't even really know what moonlight was. To be honest with you, I didn't know like why this was a big deal until. One day, and I'm not going to go deep into this, but one day I go to my dad's house, and he's watching a movie because he heard it won an award, but he had no idea what the movie was about either. Then when he was watching the movie and found out what the movie was about, he didn't really want to watch the movie anymore. <laughs> so, you know, it, it kind of takes me to 
um, these movies with let let's let's think about some of the some of the movies that won. I, and I don't know. I don't know all the all the movies that win awards. Okay, I know Denzel won an award when he played a crooked cop. Right. Okay. I know Holly Berry won an award in a movie that people like to say that she was top was, in the movie, and that's why she won the award. Well, she won because she um, was getting her buns blasted by Billy Bob Thornton. Right, that that as well. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, I know that Three Six Mafia won for their song that they created, talking about it. It's hard out there for a pimp. Surprise right. to me, honestly. I you know, I know that what was it? Sydney Poitier won a long yep. time ago. I mean, I, did, I wasn't with Sydney Poitier won. Hattie McDaniel, I believe, won a long time ago, but wasn't even allowed into the into the awards. But she won. Um, I believe that's I believe that's what it was. I believe, I believe you know Hattie McDaniel won for her portrayal of Mammy. I believe. Don't 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 quote yeah. me on that. That's I believe the, the I believe I believe so. Well, we got a call coming in uh, that that wants to uh, address this situation. What's going on? What's your name? Where you calling from? All right, they're not. They don't want to Call say it. anything. It's the O four O six number. Call Hello. Talk to us. Yeah, talk, talking to you. Yep. Are you talking to me? Yes, yes, talking to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was like I didn't realize um I'm I'm really struggling with this. Can you can you guys uh, I'm I'm white. Um I know you guys are, are on a track there. Can you just can you like explain to me what why you believe that these people are these people that are are now hitting the media are blackfishing. I mean, I'm a lawyer. So um I'm really uh, the issues that I see are not what I'm hearing. I'm. I look. I okay, look through Instagram. No, no problem. no problem. No problem. We can address that. We weren't on that just yet, but um, we'll definitely. We can address that for you right now. The uh, the black fishing topic. Let's go ahead and hit that. Uh, our, we'll talk about the black fishing topic. Um, Arda, you want to take this one? Do you want to start with this one? Uh, definitely. I wa- I wanted to actually bring it up uh because there was there were a few different controversies. I I saw it on Twitter about the black fishing. Uh and I just, I wanted to bring it up because for one there was a, a controversy a few years back with uh Rachel Dolezal. Uh I believe she was with the I want to say Oregon NAACP. Uh they believed that she was African American, which I don't believe that she even that she stated that she was. It was just a matter of perception. Uh, and then some of these instances that just popped up, uh, a lot of it was shown from the UK. I didn't see any instances on Twitter uh, where these were from the United States, uh, but where these individuals who are influencers uh, online. Uh, mainly social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and it stated that they may be darkening their skin. Can I, can and, I ask a question? Can sure. I just say that um, well, what's the issue with that? Because they, because they look black or their influences. I mean, there's a couple of things here that bother me about, about what's coming out of this because I'm well, hearing and seeing a lot of people saying, well, I thought they were black, so I feel tricked. Well, why would you feel tricked? Are you upset because they're black and you wouldn't have been influenced by them if you knew they were white? Well, so, so I didn't get to finish my statement yet, but so I didn't get to the part where I was talking. I wanted to talk about the controversy uh, where there were women in Africa and also in Caribbean countries where they are lightening their skin. So we wanted to talk about the instance to say, hey, is there anything different? What, what is the issue with one versus the other? I, I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. I don't think that we put anything out there saying that it was wrong. Uh, but what we wanted to bring attention to is that this does happen on both sides of the coin. I'm not saying that anyone is actually lightening or darkening their skin. Uh, what I wanted to bring attention to is if these are both occurring on both sides of the coin, 
what exactly is the problem with it? And I think there comes comes a point. Go ahead, go ahead, call. I'm sorry, what's your name, caller? Uh, Louise. Louise, all right, thank you, Louise. Uh, go, go ahead, say what you want to say, Louise. Well, look, I mean, it's it, the way I'm the way I'm seeing it is um, is that people are upset because um, whoever whoever it is is um, you, we would call it passing off as a black person um, or with black skin, and black people are upset that um, I've been reading about it this all afternoon. Really shocked, I ended up in uh, sort of in, engaged in in this conversation because it's. But it's been quite enlightening. So I'm reading a lot of people saying they're stealing my culture, they're stealing, you know, I earned the right to be black. And I've, I've heard all of this all afternoon. And actually, you know what sticks out to me more than anything? If these people have influences and they're black, a lot of these people are upset that they've been influenced by black people that are really white. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, okay, so if they were white, you wouldn't be influenced. And that actually bothers me. Because it's you know you would you guys wouldn't you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be nice if it was the, it wouldn't be okay if it was the opposite way around, and I, you know and I I live in a world of human rights everybody's got rights to I I, I realise that the world isn't perfect I realise that we have inequalities of all different types in this world, but hang on a moment uh, I'm sorry if I if if I decide to want to darken my skin because I think it makes me look good that that's my right. It's not something that somebody else should tell me because they're black. I don't have a right to do that. Would you do it? Would you do it if you knew, Louise? Would you do it? Would you um, darken your skin if you knew you would uh, be able to make more money doing it? Well, hang on a minute. Make more money? Who? Everybody does all sorts of things to make money. I see black people. um, No, no, no. I'm asking. I'm asking about you. No, no, no. I'm not asking about everybody else. I'm asking about you. What I'm saying is, if you had an if you had a business where where you darkened your skin because maybe uh, because you said you're white. That's why I said darken your skin. If you were black, I would ask you to lighten your skin. But if you had if you had some type of business or, or some type of entity that catered maybe more towards uh, to towards black people, and if you what knew that have... darkening your skin would 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 allow you to make more money or well, be more really of an influence to moment. your product. To your, to your okay. product, well, would you, would you I, do that? You know, I, really hear, I do hear you. What's really interesting right now is I'm hearing a lot of white privilege being uh, constantly being pushed into my face. Uh, you know, I'm seeing it around an awful lot. Now, hang on a moment. If these people are black and they're making money from being black, it kind of, it kind of throws some shade on the white privilege argument. Because if you're going to say the white privilege argument is, well, because you're white, you do better than me. Because you're white, you get more privileges than me. Because you're white, you have more opportunities than me. And now, all of a sudden, you've got people that are actually, you know, they actually look, some of these women look beautiful for having darker skin or for darkening their skin. They look absolutely beautiful. That's not owned by the black, by the black race. Nobody owns the, the license to blacken their skin or whiten their skin. We are all human beings. You've got a right to do what you like. You, nobody has a right to say to someone, you can't make money out of darkening your skin. You can't make money out of lightening your skin. Nobody has a right to do that. I, I, I cannot see where this argument is going, apart from um, it certainly throws some shade on the white privilege argument because these girls are doing very well out of blackening their skin. So where's the, where's the white privilege that they're doing so well out of blackening their skin? You still haven't answered my question, Louise. You still haven't answered my question. You're, you're, making, you're making good points, but you're not answering the question. You're asking me whether it's okay to darken your skin. And no, I didn't really ask good... you if it was okay. I didn't well, ask you, you if it was okay. Making, you just said they're making money. They're darkening their skin. They're making money out of anybody, it. I said, I said if you knew that you could make more money by darkening your skin and being an influencer because you're white. Like I said, if you were black, I would ask you if you knew if it would be, you would make more money lightening your skin. So what you you're saying you were white, is you're trying to say that the all of those people. That you were, Louise, Louise, just wait a minute. The first thing you said to us when you when when you came through was that you were white. Okay, so the reason I'm asking you, would you darken your skin if you knew you could make more money doing it? Would you do it? Um, I don't know if anybody would do that deliberately. Say that I'm going to pretend to be a black person because so I, I'm no? going to pretend to be a white person. I don't think one. I don't think one that's mentally healthy. 
But two, I don't believe a lot of those people are doing that either. Some of those girls, they've got, they have got naturally um, plumped up lips. Some of them have got naturally dark features. They just darken their features. And they look beautiful for it. I don't get the problem with that. And actually let, what let they're me, doing is they're throwing some shade at your white privilege argument. Let me tell you, you're taking it the white privilege. We haven't even brought up white, white privilege. You never even heard me say no, white, pri white privilege over, on this over, show. All over your thread. However, all over your however, thread. however, however, let me let me on speak to your point because because um, because recently here in the United States, and you may have heard of it over in the UK as well. Um, of course. A, a, a person named I don't I can't call her an artist because she's not neither. She's a you, you, have you heard of Black China? She was a Kardashian's girlfriend or something like that. She recently sponsored, I guess, or has her name on a skin lightening cream. Now, she is a light-skinned, um, she's a light-skinned black woman. She lives here in the United States. And as we know, you know there, are, there are creams to lighten spots, dark spots on, on people's skin, right? But a lot of people use these, and as you alluded to, as both of you have alluded to, a lot of people use these creams to lighten their skin completely. And and Black China, her name, she came under a lot of controversy from the black community about this because a lot of people feel like everyone should be able to, to love the skin that they're in. Now, I personally didn't have a, a problem with, with Black China putting her name to it because I know that these people are doing this not just here in the United States but all over the world. And if someone can make money doing that, Maybe they should. Maybe they'll they'll buy the product off her. Now, I personally didn't have a problem with. It. My wife did. Okay, so we you know we had different different differing views on that. Now, when mm -hmm. I say when I ask you, and I'm not saying that there's a problem with doing it, but when I ask you, would you like would you darken your skin if you knew you could make money from it? Like you said, that that could be a mental health issue. And I and we we see it a lot where, you know, where okay. Another another issue with Kardashians, black people were known for braiding their hair in cornrows. Okay, but then if you you can't you can't be seen in public with these cornrows and not be looked at, not be vilified. And I don't know if it's the same thing over in the UK, but over here in the United States, can I, can I reply? some people will look at a, a young black man. Wait a minute, I'll let you reply in just a second. Some people will look at a young black man or woman with cornrows in their hair. Over the years, okay, and I mean this this is that wasn't anything new. That cornrows was going on way before I was born, and I'm 37 years old. And people would see them and vilify them just because of what they were wearing in their hair. Now, recently, you had a Kardashian and, um, braid her hair in cornrows, and they were called boxer braids, and it was the it was high fashion. Now it's high fashion because because now they call it boxer braids, and they've taken something that was, you know, known in the black community. I'm not afraid to say that, known in the black community, but they were also being vilified for it and called thugs and, and just assumed to be thugs because they had braids in their hair. Okay, you couldn't go into a job interview with braids in your hair. Okay, you, would, you, you wouldn't get that job. But now when you change the, change the narrative, and, and it's called boxer braids because maybe a Kardashian or somebody else or wearing J, um, uh, so I can't think of some of the names. Now, now it's acceptable. So I will let you go ahead and speak because you had something you wanted to get off. Here. And I'm enjoying this conversation, Louise. I don't want you to feel like I'm attacking you or anything no, like no, that. No, no, I, I no. I think we're having a no, healthy I'm a, conversation. Oh, listen, listen, sweetie, I'm a training barrister, so you don't frighten me. This conversation doesn't frighten <laughs> me, so I'm, you know, I'm, you know I'm, I'm fine with that. But there's a few points that you've raised there, and one of them is unfairness. So, um, and unfairness is a human thing. I don't think that's got anything to do with blackfishing. What concerns me about the blackfishing, um, this thing that's coming out of nowhere, is that suddenly, suddenly it seems to be a right only for black people to be black. And that worries me, because when you start playing that card, when anybody starts playing that the skin color belongs to somebody and that somebody else can't be that color, that's a very dangerous road to go down. And well, that's actually, that's, that's what worries me more than anything that, else. That you're talking me. about unfairness. You're talking about, well, that wasn't fair, that wasn't fair. And, you know, that happens at the side, you know, I, I get that, I hear you. But what blackfishing, this, this, this what's coming out of, it's, it's horrible. 
to say to women you can't darken your skin because of black people think it's unfair or you are you're, you're passing off as a black person you can't do that you shouldn't be able to say that to another human being but you, we don't live in that kind of me, world let me, anymore. Say, let me say this Louise. let me say this where it becomes a problem is and and, and Sorry? ryan you know you know i don't want you to not be in this conversation or that where it becomes a problem is you you pass off your you pass yourself off as being black when it's advantageous right but then when the, but then here we go you know in a situation where okay now now I want to be white again because it it'll, it'll be advantageous to be white that's where the problem comes in for a lot of people like if you're going to be black like i can't my myself i can i can never be white i can say i'm transracial okay like people say they're transgender i can say i'm transracial and you can look at me and, and you look at me and you see me i'm a black man and i say no i'm a white man I'm a 37-year-old white man, but you'll look at me and still say I'm black because you'll but see I, what but I look like. The bottom line is, the bottom line is that, you should, that nobody has a right to tell somebody else you can't darken your skin to look black if you want. As much as a white person, I don't think anybody a black has. person, as much, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't re, don't quote me here because obviously I'm not an expert on Michael Jackson, and there have been black people that have bleached their bleached their skin. They've tried to look whiter than what they are. They've whitened their hair, straightened their hair so it looks more European. Um, I have never seen any white fishing um, blogs going around the internet. Why is it okay to have black fishing? There's no white fishing. There's no, oh, brunettes are stealing maybe, the blonde. Well, maybe, maybe a white line. person There's should no... have made it up. Maybe there Sorry? should have been a white person to think of it. No, because it's an issue that's being created, and I don't think it should be created. You can't suddenly say to people that you can't, you can't blacken your skin if you don't want to. If we go down that line, we are really, there's a human rights thing now that we're really trying to push around the world. And if you're trying to start telling people you can't do that to your skin, uh, why, why, why not? What does it take away from you? If I dress up as a black person, what am I taking away from you? Well, let me. Uh, I want to hop in a little bit because I have. I've, I've stayed quiet. I've. Lo- I absolutely love this conversation. Um, I want to get a few points, and I want to get some opinion from both of you. Um, and I, we call it intelligent ignorance, Louise. I, I want to say I am ignorant to most things outside of the United States. I do know that here in the United States, there has been a big change in how culture is accepted and how it's monetized. So 30 years ago, the hip-hop culture was a joke. Nobody wanted it. It was shunned for mainstream. There were no acceptable braids. There were no acceptable people of color in prominence, it, there's a big difference between 30 years ago and today in the United States. So now we see our culture and what has been given to us, it's being poached, and people are monetizing from it. Not to say that this black fishing case is something where people are monetizing off of our culture. I don't know what every individual's case is. I do know that there are people out there who are doing things that weren't acceptable years ago, and they are taking it and running with it now. So okay, what you're things... saying is, is that obviously my brother, my brother, um, my brother is an American citizen, and they live in Florida, and my sister-in-law is black, so my nephew and niece are black. So I kind of have a little bit of a very slight, I don't even want to try and say that I know because I don't. But what I would like to say is what you're saying is, is that the black culture in the United States has, has, has managed to, has managed to forge its own culture within the, within American society, which wasn't accepted many years ago. I get it. I hear it. But that still doesn't mean um, and what, and what, I've, what I was reading on Instagram today, purely by accident, I want to tell you all guys that I don't sit on Instagram for like five hours nonstop. But, um, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I, was, I, was actually, I was actually really, um, it was really interesting to hear um, the cries of people that are, uh, are blackening their skin, are stealing, you know, what we think, the, the places that we think that we've earned in, in society. We feel like we've earned this. 
Now, okay, I, I hear that as well, and I don't want to play that down. But you still have, the bottom line is there has to be an acceptance that some people, that all of us as human beings have a right to choose how we look. And I, real, and I realize you don't have to accept them. You don't have to follow them. They don't have to be an influencer for you. But every single human being has a right to choose who they look, what they look like, who they're with, what they say. Okay, some things are qualified. You know, they're not, we don't have all absolute rights, but some things are qualified. You just cannot say to someone, you can't blacken your skin. And then I've seen this afternoon some horrendous bullying and trolling of these women that have blackened their skin. Don't troll, don't, don't follow them. Don't be influenced by them. Look the other way. You don't have to do that. Um, but you can't tell somebody else how to colour their skin also they can't. And that's what's uncomfortable with me. Not the, the debate, I get it. I, re, I, I get it and I understand and I totally respect it. But you can't tell another human being that they can't darken their skin. Well, and, and, and you I know why I, think... I understand? Hey, Jake, hold, hold on one second. So, Louise, yeah, you ahead, understand? Ahead. I, I can understand exactly what you're saying and I agree to it with an extent. And let me tell you why I agree with it. So... From the standpoint of the history of the United States, this country is roughly 400 years old. We'll just say 400. In this country, our culture has been accepted for about 30 years of that. So when we've been asking for us to be accepted for roughly 300-plus years, and now it's getting to the point where, hey, it's not as much so asking anymore. It's just taken. And it's saying, hey, you know what? We're going to take your culture and we're going to monetize your culture. We're going to make money. We're going to profit. And not saying that these individuals are. I don't want to say that those young women that are on the Internet and they're labeled as influencers are monetizing. They're not opportunists. I don't know them. I don't want to say that. But here in the United States, there are very specific cases where there are businesses, where there are individuals who are profiting off of a culture that was shunned for 90% of the existence of this country. And now when they want to take it, it's supposed to be okay. Okay, so what that argument says is that you're feeling that you've worked really hard to build this culture up and that you feel like it's been hijacked. So you feel like, you know, why should we build it up? We worked really hard for it. We weren't accepted for all these years. Now we're accepted. Well, actually, maybe there's a slightly different edge to that. You've now got people that want to look like you, that want to dress like you. They think your culture is really cool. It's now accepted. A younger generation has come through, and they want to dress, and they want to look like, they want to look like this culture. I mean, what's wrong with that? Now, here, here's, here's, here's a difference in what you're saying. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, but... It goes back to what I was saying before. If someone who does not look like me as a black man is is partaking in the culture, they're still widely accepted, you know, by the masses, okay? So your level of acceptance of another human being is only as if they look like who they actually are and not no, who no, they no, 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 no. See, now let me finish. You didn't let me finish. He didn't let me finish. If I go out and I'm dressed the same way or, or, as, the, as maybe a white person, I'm still looked at as some type of villain. I'm vilified, okay? Let me, let me, let me explain to you one thing because you said you have a black sister-in-law, and I don't, I don't know your sister-in-law. I don't know what her hairstyle might be, okay? But I'm going to talk to you um, about my wife. My wife wears her hair natural. And um, do you know what that means, Louise, to, to, for a black woman to wear her natural? Very, her hair is very Afro, um, and my, okay, my, my great. nephew is so you know exactly Afro-Caribbean. You know exactly what I'm saying. Great. Now, my wife is an educated woman, master's degree and all that. She's going back to school. She does her thing, right? She works in a hospital. Now, when she, was, when she, went, to get, when she went to have – when she went to get her job at this hospital, she had to make sure that her hairstyle would be accepted because in, in her, um, her line of work, her hairstyle is not always accepted. And, and they don't usually, a lot of times, they don't want people with her hairstyle working in hospitals because they, they look, um, they, they, what was the word? They, I don't want to say they look aggressive, but they look like um, 
they're considered to be um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I'm going to say aggressive, but that's not the word. But but it wasn't accepted. Okay. Unprofessional. Now, unpro- unprofessional. That's that's a good way to put it. It was considered unprofessional for her to wear her hair that way. Okay. Now, luckily enough, in, in her job, yes, it, it was accepted there. There are other other uh, women of color wearing their hair naturally. Have you ever had to worry about anything like that, Louise? Do you know what? I, you know why? Do you know what? There's another thing here. This is this is actually reinforcing what I'm saying now about human rights. The fact that now the world's in a very different place in so many subject matters around the world as far as human rights are concerned. That's very much why now you should be able to a lot of, in this country, for instance. Okay, so you know we're we're having to we've had we, you know we've had to address. Not, not necessarily with the Afro-Black Afro um, uh, uh, color, but maybe, you know, Islamic. Um, my family are Jewish. So, um, Louis, can we, can we migrant, second, I'm just, Louis, so what I'm saying is, what you're saying is, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, but I, I have to ask you this question before I forget. And I really want to know, okay. if I've always wondered, and it's a, it's a little off topic, but not really. <laughs> Here in the United States, Black people are, are are called a lot of some African American. Okay, now in your country they're not African American because they're not Americans, right? What do they? What what are? How are they? What do they call them in your country? Um, someone's black. <laughs> Just black. You know, okay, I, I'm you're, you're black. Right. You know, or you're or you're Polish, or you're or you're um or you're Arab, or you're um Egyptian, or you're English. You're black. We don't have um. Uh, it's cultural. Okay, I don't live in a black community, so I'm not, I don't want to speak for the black communities of the United Kingdom, all right? So I don't want to misrepresent that, you know, um, the black communities in the UK. But I, but I, as a white person, would say black. I would say Polish. I would say that's how I, I, would, I wouldn't label someone in, in per se. I'm white. Well, we, I, 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 I appreciate you uh, actually reaching out to us. I appreciate that. Where are you in the UK? Uh, well, I'm in Dorset. I just want to say uh, one more thing really quickly before I go. And I just, one thing that um, you've highlighted out of all of this is that things that weren't accepted, that are accepted now, is because we have a very big human rights movement going on now. And that human rights movement works for everybody. It just doesn't work for the acceptance of of your culture, it means you have to accept other people as well, and you have to accept other people's opinions. And I appreciate that everything for yourselves has taken, but that's a, a, for a lot of people in different cultures around the world. And you can't just, you cannot argue now what well, it's taken us 30 years to get to this point, so actually you can't, have, you can't be part of that. Actually, human rights, is not, that's not the way it works. So but now so for, I think the, for the other 270 years when we weren't included, that's okay, though, right? Uh, or are you, you know saying what? that that's you not ca- We cannot, no, 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 we cannot live like that anymore. We can't live like that anymore. Uh, I, you know, my, my grandfather, when he, if you want to play that card, when my grandfather came here, he had to stand on a chair with, J, with Jay on his head every day he was in school because he was Jewish. So everybody experiences in some way discrimination at some point 30, not very long ago, we're talking 30, 40 years ago. But the fact that your culture now is coming through and it's, being, it's more respected, and now you're getting white people that want to, want to look like you and dress like you and be like you. Actually, why aren't you embracing that? Because we as actual African-Americans don't get the benefit of it. But it's okay. We, 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 don't, we don't get respected. Get to we don't get respected. The culture gets respected, but we as right. people don't get that, that same respect. I I I I appreciate. I, I do. I know that there are parts of the world, and there are places in every aspect of this. In, in in the UK, we have areas of this country where there are an enormous amount of poor white people. There are poor black people. There are poor Asian people, and there are there there is that wherever we go. I don't accept now. I, because of the fact that your argument is is that we're now, you know, our culture is now shining through. We're now, you know, why should, why should white people copy us? I actually think you should be embracing the fact that now you are accepted and give it some time to adjust. I think actually you're probably attacking this a bit prematurely. 
So you're probably just entering that acceptance stage. My gen my children, my generation, um, uh, uh, not my older generation, but definitely my generation and younger than me, we're definitely being brought up in a world to accept everybody for who they are. And that means that just now that your culture is getting is re, is now entering that sphere of acceptance, you have to accept other people's decisions as well, and they want to copy you or be like you. Uh, there's the ones that are going to. There are always going to be people that do it wrong. There are always going to be people that 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 take advantage. That goes in everywhere in life. But uh, but be very careful. You know, my my. If I can put anything into this conversation, don't don't try not to not embrace the fact that you are being embraced, your culture is being embraced. Hey, Louise, uh, definitely Louise. appreciate you for reaching out to us today. Uh, Absolutely. I, I know. Jay, we have... Guys, it was uh, really lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much, Louise. Thank you, you, thank you for the call, day. Louise. We appreciate it. Bye, guys. Louise, call... Thank, all right, take care. Take it easy. Have a blessed day. Louise calling from the from from the UK, with, um, and, and she makes some valid points. But what I what I think she doesn't get, and you know, I, I don't know if she's able to get the this point that I'm going to say. Um, just like I probably wouldn't be able to get, you know, I, I can't put myself in her shoes. Just like she can't put herself in my shoes. But when we're talking about a culture being accepted and a race of people being accepted, it's two different things. Okay. Um, I I saw I saw black culture be starting to be accepted when this is this is when this is our this is when I first remember black culture being accepted early two thousands and you might remember this a lot of people listening might remember this early two thousands there was a Pepsi commercial I believe it was and I believe there was a ludicrous song in that commercial. Okay, I don't remember what song it was, but I do remember it was ludicrous. I remember, I remember vividly that it was ludicrous. Don't remember exactly what song, and I think it was Pepsi commercial. And that's when I and I was like, wow, there's a rap song in a commercial. I said, whoa, that. I mean, you got to understand at the time, that did not happen. Rap music well, was, it was not a... in the on the mainstream. Well, and here's the. I'm thing. sorry. So what? It was it was actually it was 2002. And if you remember, right afterwards, Bill O'Reilly went on a tirade mm-hmm. and had Pepsi Talk to drop him. the commercial. Talk to him. Because Talk to him. it wasn't accepted by the older generations of these white conservatives who did not want to accept our culture. And this was only 16 years ago. This is, and that's why I talked about wow. the history of this country. The history of our country, we've been here 300 plus years, and we have been accepted. Well, we have been tolerated for about a decade. We were given rights about 60 years ago. So, for what, four fifths of the age of the country, we didn't have rights. Now, just because somebody right. yeah, said absolutely. that we had to legally be accepted didn't mean that we were socially we accepted. Were accepted. <laughs> now, and I, socially, I wanted to say this to Louise, and, 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 I, and I, I, it, it, you know, her conversation was reminding me about the bit that Chris Rock said a while back. You know, he's, they, they, he was talking to his audience, right? And he said, oh, Louise, Louise, I think Louise has called back. He was talking to an audience, to his audience, and he was talking about how you know, nobody would want to trade places with him. And, <laughs> and, and, and I remember and he, he made a point because go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna let you go because Louise called back, and, and I'm glad I'm glad Louise called back, man. We only own for about what 15 more well, minutes. Now, <laughs> well, and I was gonna say we definitely have to make sure healthy. we get to the we got to get to the Kevin Hart controversy, and and we still have yet to address Meek Mill's album. I'm not even gonna talk about Meek Mill's braids because his braids weren't accepted. 13 years ago when it came out. But now <laughs> that culture is so widely accepted. But uh, no, so even with, like like we were saying, the Ludacris commercial back in 2002, and, and it was pushed by individuals with an agenda who said, no, we do not want this being representative of a brand that I support. Now you see, now you see, Rappers like Pusha T 
who actually coined the I'm loving it jingle for McDonald's. Uh, you see mm-hmm. LeBron James is in the know. face of McDonald's advertisements. Now our culture is so widely accepted, and mainly it's because of our economic buying power here in the United States. Uh, I don't want to downplay Louise's point of view because from her point of view in the U.K., it could be completely different. I've only been to the U.K. twice in my life, and I haven't been there for more than a 10-day period. So I can't really tell you about social issues in the United Kingdom. I can't tell you anything other than what I've seen on the Internet. Uh, So, like, when I – specifically, when I saw black fishing uh, articles, I immediately thought of Rachel Dolezal and how her backlash – how everything came for her in regards to her issues back with the, uh, when they said that she was pretending to be black. And, and it was just. Now, and, 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 really... that, and that's a special case. I'm going to bring uh, Louise back in in just a second. That's a special case because uh, Louise, Louise, like Louise has said, you know, there some, in some cases there's like a mental, a mental issue there. And, Right. In some of in some of the interviews with Rachel Dolezal, or how you say her name, I'm sorry. She said that she was black. Like she, you know, she obviously, you know, she she didn't, she wasn't, she she wasn't born of of African American parents or anything like that. But she she would say that she's black, and she 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 related and it's to because of what she people. identified with. Right. So let me let me bring Louise back in because. She, I think she has something to say, um, or, okay. or she wanted right. maybe wanted to call back, or maybe she just wanted to listen. But I'm gonna bring her back in real quick. Lu- Louise, welcome back. Oh, you brought me back in. I was just, I was having, a, I was having a listen. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just, okay. We didn't know if you were. Uh, I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I think it's, I think it's, rather, it's rather sweet that you, that you possibly, you're possibly pigeonholing my opinion because I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's slightly well, look, I, I, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to lie to you, Louise. I would love to go over to the UK. I've never been. One day, you know, I'll, I'll get over there and uh, and I'll check it out. I know people that have gone, especially, you know, dot is one of them, um, and, and they just say it's a lovely area. But, okay, you just wanted to listen. I'll, I'll put you back in. I'll, I'll let you listen. <laughs> but well, thanks again for calling I- that's okay. okay. I just wanted to. I wanted to say. To, I, I wanted to say as well. You know, one thing I didn't get a chance to acknowledge is that, um, and I, I didn't realise. I've seen a couple of um, a few people that um, that are that, that are singers. Um, Ariana Grande is one, um, and there are a few others that look very black, um, uh, or very Hispanic, or very mixed race. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, uh, when I was shown this uh, topic of conversation, I went through some archi- archives of photographs of Ariana Grande from a, a number of years back, and she's very white. So I can see um, where this argument is coming from, but I still end up at the very, uh, I still end up at the same spot. You know, if somebody wants to embrace your culture and and um, you don't have to buy her music and you don't have to watch her, you don't have to go to her gigs. Yeah, absolutely right. And absolutely, I mean, and look, and and to to your point of what you said earlier, if someone wants to lighten the dark in their skin, I mean, you know, so be it. All all the best to them. Good luck with it. You know, I'm not going to tell you you shouldn't, you can't do it. You know, I'm not going to tell you, you can do it. That's your what you do with your skin is what you do with your skin. I put I chose to put a few tattoos on my body. Some people don't like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, some people pierce their body. Some people don't, you know, don't like it. You know, there's a level of acceptance with everything. And, uh, and Louise, and thank you. Thank you again, Louise, for your call. I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to allow you the chance to, to listen to Intelligent Ignorance. And hopefully, Louise, we, we have a, a supporter in you. You can come back and listen to us every week and check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and all that good stuff. <laughs> so if I, um, if, I get, if I get time in between courts. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I understand busy life, but yeah, be blessed, Louise. Thank you for your call. Thank you so much, Louise. All the best, guys. All right now. So, um, I mean, the acceptance of the culture—that's that's great. Okay, that's all well and good. I just would love for it to come along with 
of acceptance for the culture's people. Okay, um, you know, I alluded to earlier some of the, some, your hairstyles and professional environments. Um, you know, the, the way the way you dress in, in, in certain in certain environments. Um, I'm reminded of I'm reminded of a, a YouTube video that um, a guy that I used to coach posted recently with with himself and with um, one of my current players, and they were talking about you know their hair. They had you know how the kids wear their hair now, um, you know either dreads or they got a lock double. You know what what I don't even know what they call it now. I'm, I'm showing my age. I don't know I don't know what they call their hairstyles now. But they you know Jimmy Butler wears his hair like that. Um, Joel and B, you know, a lot of guys, they have them sponge brushes that, you know, let it have it looking how it looks, the natural look, okay? But right. they get a lot of they get a lot of attention from police because of the way they look, right? Think about that. Right. Um, I'm, I'm reminded of, of, of um, times when I was in, in a certain neighborhood and – a, a group of us were just leaving out of my friend's apartment and or you were leaving out of his house and into the parking lot. Like you go out the door, you're right into the parking lot and cops pull up and, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're dealing with us and saying, you know, you know, we got caught that people out here pulling on door handles and whatever, whatever. Bro, we just stepped out the house. You've seen us just come out the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, they and I'm I'm saying that you know cops have to do their job. Um, I was once pulled over on a bicycle twice within ten minutes of each other in the same area. Pulled over on a bicycle. I was on a bicycle. I was pulled over twice in the same night within ten minutes of each other. Once going to the store, once coming back from the store. Okay, so I mean you know the acceptance of our culture is one thing. The acceptance of our people would be so much better. It would be so much better, okay. Um, and we got we got uh, about eight minutes left in the show. Uh, I know we wanted to talk about Kevin Hart, and you wanted to talk about Meek Mill's album briefly. Um, the Kevin Hart situation. Look, for, for me, in that situation, the Oscars needed Kevin Hart way more than the, than Kevin Hart needed the Oscars, okay. And for him for him to to be um, asked to host, I'm sure it was an honor for him. That's the Academy Awards. Everyone in Hollywood, you know dreams of winning an Academy Award or being on that stage. Um, so I'm sure that was a great moment for him to, to even be, um, you know, asked to host, to, to be considered as a host. But truth be told, the, the Academy Awards have to be the most boringest, is that even award, the most, the most boring award <laughs> show most boring, known to most me. Boring. The most boring, yeah, I'm an English major. The most boring award show known to man. And I know a lot of people love the Academy Awards. I really could care less. Okay, I really could. And I really think that their reach for Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart is, is probably the biggest name in Hollywood right now. Okay, so their reach for Kevin Hart is to bring in an audience that probably would not usually watch the Academy Awards to boost their rating. Right? You got you to gotta bring this guy in to bring in a whole different audience so you can boost your ratings. That's really what that's about. Now, let, let's say they had, um, let's say they had Josh Duhamel host the, host the awards, okay? And I always thought about it. him because he, he, he was on one of my favorite shows, uh, Las Vegas. That was one of my favorite shows about what, 10 years ago, I think it was on, 10 or, no, maybe 15 years ago, Las Vegas. Anyway. No, you said you wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't even consider it. I wouldn't even care. But you put Kevin Hart on there. Maybe you put uh, The Rock on there, Dwayne Johnson. You know what I mean? You put uh, – who's not – maybe you put LeBron James on there, okay? You got people thinking about considering watching this boring award show. It's absolutely – it's future. It's slow. It's boring. It's all about elegance, okay? I could care less about the Oscars, quite honestly. And – um. And, and Kevin Hart, good for you for for standing on your laws and and not falling to the the pressure of apologizing again for something that you had addressed a long, a long time ago. Now somebody had to do a lot of work to bring up these tweets from ten years ago because I didn't even know you can go that far. I tried to go very far back on some tweets on uh, I believe it was Donald Trump or somebody, and I could only get to like maybe 
three years ago. So you had to do some real digging to find these specific tweets that were tweeted almost 10 years ago. Let me tell you where those, I'm, I'm going to read those four specific tweets that are at the center of this controversy. <laughs> so on July 18th, 2009, so nine years ago, he tweeted to Dwayne Wade and he said, you should ask the question like this. How many gay men sweat when they wear dress shirts? Because real men don't. L-M-A-O, you fag. So he was joking with Dwayne Wade, not saying that it's an acceptable joke, but I see the context there. I don't also, even get it, but okay. <laughs> it, was, it was in response to, uh, it was something about Dwayne Wade had posted him in this shirt, but he was talking about how much he was sweating oh. in the dress shirt in Miami. Okay, gotcha. Uh, there was some context. So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Then there was another one to Wayne. Wayne215, which everybody knows. If you know Kevin Hart, you know Wayne. Right. He said, why does Wayne215 have so many pictures of me in his phone? You fat fag that takes pictures of small black men all day. So that's a, a personal joke. Again, something personal, but not said in the greatest of tastes. Uh, and when you put it on, when you put it on Twitter, it, it's public, con- it's public con- consumption there. Right. It's a personal joke, so, but it's public consumption. That, that's. But here's the thing, you know. I mean, no matter what he said, he said a long time ago, and he addressed those things. Here, here, here we go. If if the if the academy wanted him to host, maybe they should have done their own research on this. This is something that was brought to the academy attention. Maybe they right. should have done their own research, your own people that you want to host. But then again, you know, once you get into Hollywood and, and entertainment business, you start researching people that you want to be a host, you're just going to dig up a whole bunch of bones, and you're not going to have anybody being able to host your show. Okay? So here's the thing. Uh, where, where was the LGBTQ? There's so many letters in the acronym, okay? I, I really didn't want to leave anybody out, but I can't remember them. Okay? I'm going to be honest with you. Were they were, was was that community threatening to boycott the Oscars because Kevin Hart was hosting? I mean, I didn't hear anything about it, but I mean, were they? Well, I, from I what know. I from what came up is that they were demanding that the the Academy have him apologize to the community or remove him from hosting the show, and he stepped down on his own. Kudos yeah. to I, I mean, look, two years ago, the, there was the hashtag Oscar so white. <laughs> okay. Um, think about that. And now, now they want Kevin Hart to host the show. They were trying they tried to be more inclusive last year because of the Oscar so white controversy. They added, uh, um, uh, they added somewhat of a diverse judging panel because who who really was judging this thing? I don't know. But they added a, a supposedly added a, a, a more diverse judging panel. Um, now they wanted a, another black man to host. And I mean, I, I look probably after today, I probably won't even talk about much about that unless there's a movie that I watch that I really believe the actor should win the Oscar. Okay, the case in point. The Ray Charles movie. I really felt like Jamie Foxx should win the, uh, the Oscar. Okay. Um, the Malcolm X movie. I felt like Dwayne, uh, Dwayne, <laughs> Denzel Washington should have won the Oscar. Okay. The Capote movie. I watched the Capote movie. And um, I, I can't remember the guy's name that played Capote, but he won the Oscar that year, I believe. I, and, and, he, and he did a hell of a job in that. Um, the year that Denzel won, was it? No, the year that Ray, that, um, Jamie Foxx wanted for Ray Charles. People wanted, people thought that um, uh, DiCaprio should have won the award that year for his portrayal uh, in the in the Aviator. I believe the movie was. So I mean, it's always going to be controversial. We got about a minute left in the show. Are that uh, got any last words? We want to talk about me. Oh, man, I just want to tell everybody, hey, definitely go check out Championships. Meek's album is absolutely crazy. Uh, it is going to be on my list. Uh, and it's just, again, I'll say my list. My list of the hottest albums of 2018. 
Meek definitely did his thing. Go check it out. Lock into blocksweet.com. Check it out January 1st to see what made my album list for 2018. Definitely can't wait to see that on uh, on blocksweet.com. I'm, I'm waiting for that. Um, definitely go check out blockstreet.com Relaunching in 2019 That's next month y'all Blockstreet coming back um, Check out, make sure you follow us uh, New Twist Radio, Blockstreet and Intelligent Ignorance On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram YouTube and all that good stuff um, We appreciate everyone's support Thank you to Louise From, uh, from Louise from calling in from, uh, from the UK And, and, and having a healthy conversation about uh, black fishing and, and, and race in the world, really. Um, so, look, we'll talk to y'all next week. We got to get out of here. Um, I got some things I got to do today, but, man, we love y'all for loving us. So, what's we'll up to y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.